I'm not ready. How are the Mavericks still from like third overall to bottom feeder? Do you think we would have done better if we still had Rick Carlisle? His tactics would have been better. Would Luca have been happy? I don't know, but I'm... I think I think would have been better if we just didn't trade for Kyrie. That's another story for another day that I don't have an hour to talk about. But yeah, well, maybe but I mean, have an hour. I mean, why does Wood play so little minutes? I understand the efficiency numbers, but it's like honestly, if we're looking at the numbers, the Mavericks are better off with Kyrie than they are with Luca. Look, you want to fix the team, you trade Luca. Rebuild the franchise type thing. Like we if, we will never get another player as good as Luca. I'm just saying, if you said what well, to fix it on the technicality, if I'm, we're looking at it from the team we have now, Luca is the problem. Now that's all I'm saying. With the, but with the team as it is right now, with Luca, Kyrie, and the starters on the floor, Luca has probably the worst. He's not efficient. He, it's like Dennis Smith over again. Kind yeah, of. but he's a better shooter and stuff, and he has nights where he's good. He's solid. It's the Ben Simmons effect. To the, yes. Yeah, I don't understand what happened. I think I think it has to be coaching. It has to be something because there's no way he goes from playing like he did that that sh- that shouldn't even happen because we saw what can he can do with without the superstars on the floor. He could be the ball handler. He could be the number one guy. He he showed that potential. You know, he, he's not a number one guy. I know. I'm saying is he showed that potential. Like he, he's the a potential guy ability really, is possibly there. His like ceiling, what we want him to be is to do all the things like defense, rebounding, effort-wise that he already does and possibly be the guy who leads the second unit. I would say that. Like, that, that would be like his it's last utility team. starter leading the second team unit at times. Like, I agree. But have you seen him play defense? He can't rebound. He can't play defense. I didn't know if I was going to like it or not. my god, Donald Trump. Hello, Peter. Welcome to Fortnite. Peter, the horse is here. And on today's episode, we are going to break down two offensive linemen from each of us. Caleb, say hi. Hello. Dakota, say hi. Hey. And we are going to go into our MLB division winners. And then uh, real quick, some March Madness. Final four? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, oh, that happened last ever. weekend? I didn't yeah. watch. Kind of crazy. Like, first time ever, so many seeds have added up to, like, 23. It's usually average around 15 for the final four. It's kind of crazy. That's a lot of seed, bro. A lot of seed, bro. But anyways, let's talk about my first lineman that I want to talk about. He's a tackle. Mm. He's a uh, big boy. His name's Peter. Hey, Peter. I, I, I do a good Joe impression. Like That was I, a good Joe impression. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I like I like guys. Okay. But, Tell us more about meter, millimeter Peter over here. Ah, millimeter Peter. I, I can't I can't comment on the millimeter part, you know. I haven't seen it up person, but he is a big boy. Mm-hmm. Oh you okay, never mind. Well, you should have seen his source. combine. I you know I I just didn't watch the lineman that day. You know, all you I got was watch, on a TV. Did you have you NFL watch Plus? Every every lineman's physical at combine. Oh, yeah, so on, that was on, NFL Plus. NFL Plus, yeah. Oh damn, I didn't pay five ninety nine. Damn, bro, NFL is like I gotta get that then. Worth, worth. <laughs> Caleb's like, hey, I, I, you know, I'm right there with him. 
Just say it. Bring me my money. Bring me my money. But he plays for Northwestern, so he's, you know, mid mid team, I guess you kind of say. They had ups and downs this year. He played really good against some teams, but he is 310, 6'4, you know. His arm reach is not. I the thought greatest. his height was 310, and I was so confused. Yeah, yeah, no, he's. he's <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Micah's just going to hurt a woman. <laughs> yeah. Um, what a stud. But no, the combine did, he did have some good results in the uh, broad jump and vertical jump, you know, a three point. Uh, thirty-four point five vertical and a nine nine seven broad jump. So he had some good, good movement up and down. But the thing I really like about him is his hands. He has good hands on the edge, and you know, for most linemen, that's make or break, especially on the outside, because on the outside you got to be able to use your hands to handle the speed rushers, the bull rushers. Just I mean the stunts. I mean Michael Parsons. Like you never know what he's going to come at you. He may just grab you, throw you to the ground with one hand. But he's all, he's also versatile. You know, he, he's a good versatile tackle. Maybe if a team drafts him, if he falls, he could play guard. It's possible. I would really like to see him play tackle, though, for the team that drafts him. He, he's young. That He'll probably sense. be about 22 when the season I'll starts. Wait. Yeah. I mean, he, if you ask me, he's the highest-rated offensive line. He should be the first offensive lineman on the, off the board. I mean, he rates out – at like top metrics, like his run block grade is top metrics, his pass block grade is top metrics, like you know, his zone grade is top metrics, like you know, and when you look at what he produced over the last year, I mean, it's kind of mind blowing given some of the teams in the uh, Big Ten he had to play, bit defensive teams, you know, he had one sack, two hits, and three hurts mm. while playing 871 snaps. I mean, if you ask me, that's 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 perfect. I mean, his worst game this year was against Ohio State. That makes and sense. It makes sense because it's good talent. But, you know, a lot of those teams in the Big Ten, at times you want to say they have good defense. I don't really know how, that, how true that is because, well, let's be honest, it's the Big Ten. But – I feel like he is the number one overall lineman pick for me. He's got every measurable I would want in a tackle. You know, he's got the experience. He's got the mentality. He's got the hands. You know, the only thing that really is the issue is, you know, the arm length and maybe a bit of the strength. But, you know, you can work on the strength to offset the arm length. So if you ask me, number one lineman off the board, and I will be surprised if he – goes second or third. What second about or third round or overall? No, second or third overall for Lyman. Mm. Yes. What about – where do you think he's going to take overall like oh. in the draft if it's just second or third overall for Lyman? Um, so if he goes second or third overall, where is he going? Or is just where, where do you think he's going to get drafted? Just off the I top of think head. top of my head, I think, I think four quarterbacks will go in top ten still. I think if Chicago is smart, they take him at nine. Mm. I think the Eagles could also be smart and take him at 10 to replace Lane Johnson next season. I think if the Jets really want to win, they take him at 13 after they trade for Rodgers because apparently 
that picks up the table now. Listen here, NFL. Texas. If you want to win, draft Peter Skronsky. <laughs> Nobody else. If you want to win, draft this guy, NFL. If you want to win, pit Booby in. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think he goes between the 9 and uh, 14 range. Huh, I, yeah, I don't think he goes before 9. I don't think they really want to reach up there with the – like, because all those teams before nine literally could use a quarterback, so that's going to be a shit show of what happens. So we'll just have to see. But I think the logical range, if if I was a betting man, which I am, I would say between nine and fourteen, it's where he goes off the board. Yeah, I don't. The I don't think he falls man. past. <laughs> I don't think he falls past Chicago. I I think I if think Chicago drafts him. Because they have to draft off the line, you would think, especially since they just got DJ. Back, yeah. Like, if they get him, I think Chicago has an A plus offseason. Yeah, which it's I already agree. up there, but that would just be like the icing on the cake. I think it would be. I think it would be. What about your pick, Caleb? What's your first lineman? Uh, my boy's the big boy out of Florida, Osiris Torrance. He's a big guard. I think he'll be the first guard taken. There'll probably be some few tackles ahead of him. As you know, tackles are always value more than guard. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I think he'll be the first guard for sure. Uh, 6'5", 330. That's what I like to see. Big old boy, some meat on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a 100% run blocking grade, Ooh. which I thought was nuts. And his pass block, it wasn't bad either. It was 89%, which is still insanely high. But a hundred percent run blocking. That's good. Huge, strong. He's a mauler. This is a dude. This is a dude. You line up a guard. You say, let's say he's left guard. You're like, hey, we're running all of our zone plays to the left. Just follow your guard. Follow your blocker. <laughs> just go behind him. That's what you do when you have a star guard or tackle. You just follow behind them. Run behind them no matter what. In four years, he never surrendered a sack. Oh. So Ooh, I, mean, I know it. I, that's, that's a little bit easier for guards and tackles, but that that's insanely. He's the only. College. He's college the only college. guy graded, I believe, that played four years and has never given up a sack. That's what uh, I was looking up on his scouting report, and he said he's the only. I don't know if it's just this draft or ever that they've graded. So, it, but that's an insane stat. Uh, so not only is he amazing, he is uh, really. Really big, good hand placement, confident. He's good, and he knows he's good. Is what you like to see. He punishes people, puts them in the dirt. Um, since he is big, speed rushers can kind of give him trouble. And sometimes in the film that I watched, when there's like a scrum of people, like Dakota knows this as a lineman, when there's like eight people just all in the same five-yard area, like there's a big scrum in the middle, uh, he's bad yeah. about losing track of blitzers, so he can be suspect of that. But to be fair, I mean, yeah. that's hard for anybody. Uh, it's If you're ever in that situation, it's <laughs> hard to pick up on shit like that. So, But yeah, overall, oh, solid. I think he's definitely a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. I've seen him mock to the – I know we talk about this all the time, about the Cowboys, but I've seen him actually mock to the Cowboys. And offensive line isn't our biggest, isn't our biggest, like guard isn't our biggest need, but I would, I could definitely be happy seeing him. Unless we trade back. I was thinking Cowboys too. No, I don't don't like it. Perfect run again. No. Where would he play? Cowboys guard. Guard. Yeah, but where? Like we don't have a guard spot open. 
Bruh, he'll make a guard spot. He's We're not, I don't want to move Smith back to tackle. Smith is going to be the tackle of the future anyways. No, let him Smith's play guard. Be yeah. Draft, yeah. Draft a tackle Smith's, this year. Let him Smith's play guard. probably going to be a tackle next year anyways. I mean, he did play bad, but he's he's a run he's a run built guard. Let yeah. let's take this is a tackle heavy draft, and we're going to take suppo- a tackle. Let's take a tackle. To be, he's supposed to be the Tyron Smith replacement, so he needs practice at tackle. Well, I mean, he got it, but what I'm saying is that this draft is so heavy on tackles, and we want to keep it still. Take a tackle. Let the tackle learn behind Smith this year. Is he still even under contract for next year? Um, they put a second round tender on him this year, so they're oh, yeah, true. contract. Okay. I knew I saw something, so yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I mean, it, I don't know. I it, I don't want the Cowboys to take him, but I do think he goes first round, Caleb. So yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure. Dakota, what about you? Your first guy up on the? You're talking about going first, or um, is he uh, going second round? What, what what'd you choose? Who'd you choose? Oh, he could go second round. Paris Johnson Jr. Mm-hmm. A, a tackle out of Ohio State, you know. Maybe everyone's blind and he falls to the second, but I doubt it. I doubt it. Six six, three thirteen, big boy. He has really good arm length and uh, wingspan. He can get off these. Uh, he's super smart, super smart. He's a natural leader on and off the field, mm-hmm. which is a really good thing that you would want in any young guy. So he's a nerd. Yes, which. It's you got that film study. I love it. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, th- it also just shows that he's not going to get into too much trouble, like, which is always something you worry about about these young guys uh, yeah. coming into yeah, the draft. that's true. He has a really good motor. He's a really nice competitor, but he also has a good attitude about it. He's not He's not a sore loser. He's not going to get <laughs> upset about it. No, he didn't have much to lose so, about. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... <laughs> Even still, good guy, really nice power, a wide base. He has good instincts, agility, really good at stealing the edge. Some sometimes he oversteps his own feet at times, and he ends up on the ground. But for the most part, he's really good at moving great distances at a quick time to really set an edge or really get a crease going in the middle of the line. That's his honestly a specialty. He gets a little impatient at times. He lunges. Uh, reaches and like I said, that just not acceptable. I mean, you get Aaron Donald; he'll put you on the ground every time if you reach for him. That's everybody, though. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's everybody but Zach Martin. You get he has him in his pocket. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, that's just something he's gonna have to work work on keeping his center of gravity over his feet instead of over the turf. I was going to ask you the exact range, kind of like Caleb did, five picks, where you think he'll go in your uh, honest opinion. I think he'll be after Skronsky, but I really think a perfect landing spot for him would be Tennessee. They just lost to Ewan, and I think he would really just be a great addition to a depleted offensive line they have. Didn't they lose two of their starters? They lost. They cut uh, their longtime starter. What should we call it? The podcast guy. Oh, uh, Lewin. Lewin, yeah, Taylor. Taylor. Taylor Lewin, yeah. That's what he said. Lewin. I I just can't think of his name. And did they cut? They lost. They cut. Yeah. They. uh, Yeah. No. I mean, I think he fits perfectly. Tennessee would be a good fit. 
Uh, but I mean, they just need something. They can't go have Derrick Henry without some kind of backup. Well, that's if they don't trade Henry. Oh yeah, draft night trade. Uh, that's more and more. Ooh, maybe he'll come to Dallas. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm going to talk about my next pick before Dakota gets on a <laughs> rampage. No, just why Dakota Dallas? Bro, no. we should just have all the good players go to Dallas. That's what we need. Then why are we getting Derrick Henry? Oh, okay. No, going. I didn't mean that at all, honestly. I didn't mean that. He's a good player. <laughs> that was hard to say. I, I watched too much of his game, I guess. Too, it was just too much. My last guy is going to be. Yeah, he's won me a few too many leagues. My last guy is going to be probably one of the true centers in the draft. When I say true centers, I mean that he's probably like, you know, can only play center. Because we know how centers are. They're probably the least valuable. <laughs> All I'm saying, least skillful probably. That the is line. the, the biggest load of honky. I'm just saying. That least athletic. Funny. How does that work? No, that's not even true, bro. I, I just, that's not even true. In the NFL, I feel like it is. God damn Bro, do you know how coordinated you have to be to be a center, bro? You have to be coordinated. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying there's a gap that it jumps. They're the quarterback of the line. Yeah. What the middle linebacker does on defense, that's what the center does on offense. Yeah. Is the the quarterback the most athletic skill player on the offense? No. He's the least athletic. So Lamar Jackson. But the center literally – well, on that the, team, actually, yeah, he is. The center points out the blockers. Who's What's the he? mic? They I, mean, I, I didn't say he they, wasn't the smartest. They, if, okay. if anything, he is the smartest. If anything, the center is the leader of your line. If anything, the center is the one piece of your line that you need to be perfect. I am not saying the center doesn't matter. I'm just saying, as 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 it stands in the NFL nowadays, the center is a center. You can no. play tackle, guard. Great take. You can play guard, tackle. But Great for a it's a, center true, it's a center. true center. True centers are true centers. They don't move to guard. They usually don't have the frame. And, you know, I'm not saying being a center is a bad thing. I'm saying if we're ranking them okay, athletically. Now, before we even, don't even rank. Let's, let's just go into your dude. Oh, well, <laughs> I just also. It's too emotional for me, man. I, I guess maybe the history there. But but the this guy's also from Ohio State. Uh, Luke Whipper. He's like I said, he doesn't have the frame. Whipper I call him Whipper. I think he sounds more fun. I barely know her, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely not how you say his last name, but I don't care. He, yeah, he doesn't have the frame to probably move the guard. That's the only kind of downside I would say I I like about him is you know, you know, he's a very technical guy. He knows how to use the line of scrimmage. He knows how to leverage the line. He's five or six years. He's you know, very experienced there mentally. He's so he's you know, old. He, he's he's not that old. I mean, he, he's got a lot of experience, as you would hope. I that's mean, that's what you call old people. Well, yeah, but he's he's <laughs> young. Season. He'll be like twenty, probably probably twenty two and a half when the season starts. He'll he'll be seasoned, but like up top, he's all there. He's he's more than all there. So I think. I hope so. I think from a technical aspect, he is just something that a team wants. You know, he's – and like I said earlier, they're at least athletic, but he is an athletic guy. 
Very agile. <laughs> but I would say he has all of the traits that you want mentally in the center. You know, he's not the most physically statured lineman, but everything there for him to understand the game at a next level is there. So that's why I think justifying him as the first center off the board and as somebody that can instantly fill in the gap for a team that needs a center is possible. That's why I I, I believe he has potential to go to the first round. But you rarely do see centers go that high. They have to be really good. They have to be really good. And he's not that physically statured. So he will probably go in the second round. If you go to the third round, I think you'd call it a steal drafting him in the third round, but I don't see him falling past his third. I think he goes second for sure. I mean, it, it's risky because his average draft position right now is around 63, but usually teams that need a center will, will don't want to wait, especially into the the third, fourth round there. Just go ahead and snag him up into the second, yeah. maybe trade back up. That's what we see happen, but I, I think he's the best center on the board, and I think he'll be the first center off the board. Hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like he won't go in the first round because it's it's very rare uh, to see a center go in the first round. And, like, people even get hate for it. Remember how much, like, hate the Cowboys got when they drafted Frederick? Frederick's the first was round? gifted, though. He was no, gifted. You know, he, he's turned out amazing. Yeah. But, like, how, like, people are like, a oh, sinner. Uh, how sure. upset people were. Like, the, you they have don't, to be, They don't understand the mental side of the game that the center entails. Like, if yeah. you, as a center, have to yeah. understand the game – Probably, uh, hmm, I don't know. I would say I don't know if I say more than the quarterback. I say on the same level as the quarterback. Yeah. If you want to know how important a center is, watch the Philadelphia Eagles play. Yeah. And what was their unstoppable play? That QB the QB sneak. sneak over. That play is not possible without Kelsey, Jason Kelsey. That he he is. Arguably top three, top five most important player on that team. I would say top one. Actually, I'd say he is the most important. He he is. Yeah, he's he's up. He's one of the most. Him and Lane Johnson are top two. Amazing. Yes, he he is amazing. He is super important. And then you see someone like uh, the Chiefs, who you see the improvement for their run game when they get someone like Creed Humphrey. Yep. And they were saying, uh, what was the downside to Creed when he was coming in? Was his size right? Uh, no, I think, no, no, he's it? tall. He's like they six said five. something. They had something about him, and I well, always remembered. I was like, I was like, oh, that's a little off. But all these centers, they always have negative aspects when compared to like guards and tackles. They're like, oh my god, he's a run stopping. You know, here's a run blocker. Like you'll be able to run two hundred yards a day behind this guy. The center, they're like, well, I can hope he can snap the ball, you know. Yeah, because like even Creed went like what second round, like late second uh, round, second, late second, uh, maybe even third, Chiefs had I just won remember. the Super Bowl, or they had just went to the Super Bowl. They had a back pick. Yeah, I don't know if they was, won. It was late, so it was like late. It not late sixties. It'd be like early sixties, late fifties. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely can be important. So you think he's going to go like second, third round? Is that what you said, Noah? I think second. Yeah, I, I think it'll be probably late second, early third. That range, I think yeah, that's I when the centers start that. coming off the board. I mean, there's a few other centers I think that may go ahead of him, but I like him. That's my yeah, yeah, for favorite. sure. What about you, Caleb? What's your what's your last guy? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, 
small school legend Cody Mock. Oh, pretty sure the Mock name. Yep, six five three zero five out of North Dakota State. Which I mean, they produce talent. So mm-hmm. I mean, they have multiple people in the NFL. So I mean, there's that. But yeah, Cody Mock, six uh, five three zero five. Like I said, tackle. He started off his career in high school. He's a tight end. He played tight end and quarterback. So when he got to college, he was only 221 pounds. Uh, ends up putting on weight, as you can tell, moving the tackle, and the rest is history. It's where he's been his best position. Um, he's very light on his feet. He has good f- footwork, which is what you would expect from like a tight end. Um, he's not beaten around the edge very often. Uh, very productive, which you would hope at a school like North Dakota State, you need to be insanely productive because you're going against lesser competition. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he still has a speed. Like if you want to do like a package where you want six linemen, you could even kick him out to like the tight end position and have six down linemen. Uh, he has the speed and footwork to be that. I think that would be very uh, – as you've seen the Cowboys do it a few times or how they have an extra guard or something in the backfield. That's six men. I feel like he's definitely athletic enough to be a six lineman if they need it in a package. Um, for someone his height, he has shorter arms, um, and he plays tall, which is he's six five, so you know can't really help it. Sometimes plays tall, um, but my biggest question is that he did play at, at FCS level, so I want to know how he's going to do against better competition. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, always the big question. So I think he'll go. <sighs> I could see him falling a little bit. I could see him. Late day, day two, for sure. I think he I, goes I think day early. Goes day two. I think yeah, I could see him go day three just because of school. But I, I think I think, I think he deserves third round. But I think he's a third round pick. So I, I, I see think some people be... say I go late first round, which I think is a little high. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he's definitely a third round pick. I mean, I think it'll be the you know. The uh, FCS thing. I think also with him playing tall, I think really teams will just need to look at him, work him out, see where his hips go, you know, when he plays tall a yeah. lot, see if he can drop them hooks. But I, I think he deserves third round and without yeah. question. I think he'd fit on like a Shanahan run scheme. Like zone yeah. run with that speed of footwork that he has, I think he'd be really good for like a zone, a heavy zone running scheme. West Coast uh, offense. Yeah, yeah, West Coast. Uh, they, uh, like I said, he could do like the extra offensive lineman, be a sixth lineman, and then. I think he'd be perfect on shares. Yeah. Uh, hook block. Yeah, true. Um, I think they're going to take, he would definitely be the second offensive lineman, second offensive lineman taken if I was the Bears, because I would definitely pick one in the first round. I think you would go first or round, second round and then third round. Yeah. Yeah, which I could I could see that. I mean second round um, I think they take a water receiver. I would think they would take a bigger guy, more of a mauler or a pass block. I don't know. I could see him maybe go to the Bears. I just I really like I think he fits to his uh, a run heavy's like zone running team. Just for what it's seen, like the, the angles yeah. he takes. So I think the Bears will do that. I think they'll take uh Lyman with their first pick and their two picks in the second round to go um if a defensive, good defensive player falls, they'll take one in the start. And then maybe in the late second, they are going with um, the that late second. Mid-second, I mean, not early. 
they traded that pick to the yeah, yeah, yeah. Steelers. But I mean, that mid second, they'll probably take maybe one receiver there if like someone falls. But then that late, that late, I don't know. It flips either way. They'll probably pick defense, offense, and then third round they'll go tackle yeah, or guard, depending on how they drafted the first pick. Dakota, what's your final guy? Is he a tackle, center, lineman? Um, I picked another tackle, Anton mm-hmm. Harrison out of Oklahoma. Bums. Not bad. Not bad, not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, his pretty good size and length. It's really nice. He uh, good with his feet. He keeps him sliding without losing much power. Good speed. I'm just all around great guy. I mean, he's really good at getting on the edge, making sure the edge rushers is kept at bay. Uh, he has the speed to keep up with them as well. So, I mean, it's not really a problem. Uh, does really good in the run game. Plays through the whistle. And he has excellent physicality. He has excellent power <coughs> uh, to move defenders off the ball. All around, just a great player. I think he's going to do pretty good. He, he'll probably go towards the back of the first round, which is going to be good for those really good teams that just need a, one or two pieces on their O-line to really boost their team to the next level. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I feel like he's also really good at pass blocking. Very, he improved a lot over the past year. If you look at his uh, PFF grades by games, his first six yeah. games were horrible. Like uh, he averaged under sixty grade, probably around a fifty-six. If I'm looking at the math right now, I'll probably see about a fifty-six average. And then that week seven, he stepped it up. You know, all yeah, all sixty-plus games, almost all seventy-plus games. So you know, really improved. I, I think what team do you like him going to, Dakota? Do you have a specific team that you would prefer uh, to see him go to? Or you think he'll go to, I guess? I would say prefer, but like. I could probably say the Bengals. Mm-hmm. The Bengals, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, they need to really beef up that line to protect Joe Burrow. They took a gamble a couple of years ago by getting Jamar Chase instead of an O lineman, and it really paid off. But they need to take a step back and really. Uh, take care of that problem before it gets overhand. But is hand. the um, is that other tackle spot open for the Bengals? Yeah, because they just signed a. They just signed the Chiefs. Tackle. Yeah, well, Orlando well, Brown. Move people around. Hmm. And then you got Jonathan I Williams. The, uh, but he just asked for a trade. A Jonah as soon Williams. as they hired Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams, as soon as they hired that tackle, he asked for a trade. I feel like he'll just move him over, but I understand he hasn't been producing. Yeah, yeah I mean they level. will, but I mean I understand it. With all new, with all new players, I mean they can go. I mean, they could go to guard if he was willing and able to. But I feel like I just, free, I mean, like free free agency, Dakota. Like even with him moving, Bengals was a, like a, I don't say a block, you know, but that was a good bet. Now I don't know. Yeah. I'll be. It'll be interesting. I still think it's a possibility. Oh, I do yeah, think. I think they got three tackles that are like starting tackles. Yeah. So because they got Jonah, they got they just got Orlando, and they have Leo Collins. So yeah, but Collins will be out probably this whole year because he tore his ACL. Like, oh yeah, but like still it's playoff week or was it week seventeen? I don't know. It was one of the this gonna last be a weeks. Lot of tackles. Yeah. I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. Something that's even going to be more interesting is our MLB division winner picks. Woo. 
Uh, me and Caleb's are pretty spot on. And then Dakota, he yep. just drank one, smoked one, and shit one out. And was like, you know what? Looks good. Dude, in six months, we're going to look back, and Dakota's going to have the best picks by far. If Dakota has the best picks by far, I will do something. Uh, yeah, you do that. No, tell me what it is so I can mark this right now. I'll put it on. No, I'm, I'm good. But I'm just saying if the D-backs make the it. playoffs somehow, I if the, if the D-backs and the Cubs make the playoffs, I'm just going to You have to I, publicly apologize on social media to Dakota. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. On Facebook. On all your socials. Sure. I Every single one. Don't use social media, so I'm fine with that. Every single one. My two bot followers that Twitter? I have on these. Twitter? Uh, Twitter's about you. I only use uh, on Twitter. Deco- and Dakota gets to edit a photo in, you have like of you, and you get, have to post it. Sure, sure. I also want an apology on LinkedIn. <laughs> that is one, one of them. I, I can give you one on LinkedIn. I have a pretty I'm I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, trying okay, to get okay. a job. So maybe Dakota can help me out there. I look apologetic. But let's break down Dakota picks first off. The yes. Astros for the AL West. If it's this on the ass. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you can't deny it. They're a good team. <laughs> I mean I could I deny it all it. I want. I'll deny it, but like, I'll deny it if I want. I'm just ready for the justification <laughs> Don't tell me I have on uh, these wild card teams. I'm just gonna sit here and wait. Okay. I'm just no. For the man, AL East, the I have team. the Blue Jays. Bums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. AL Central, I have the Twins. Mm. Twins. Like it. For the NL West, I have the Padres. Like it. Okay. The NL East, I have the Phillies going. Okay. I Captain don't America, see it. Trey the... Turner. Okay. Yeah, NL Central, I have the Brewers. Love it. Nice. Love it. What's your wild card teams? That's where everyone wants to uh, know. You know. That's where it gets interesting. You know, I, for the American League, I have the Yankees. Makes okay. sense. Easy Makes pick. Sense. The White Sox. Yeah. Mm, and maybe. And the Rangers. Love Great pick. It. Would love Great to see pick. it. What about you, Enel? They're probably the best team. Probably yeah, Rangers here. taking just, it like, all un- this year. Untapped Rangers went uh, potential. Sweet. Just, just tell uh, us about the National yeah, on, League. I have the Mets. Okay, I can see it. Makes yeah. Sense. The Cubs. <laughs> and, the, and you know this other team. It's more of like a throwback. It was one of my favorite teams growing up because they have a cool name. Uh, the Diamondbacks. I, they did used to have I, really I'm cool jerseys. Wait, I, mean, I like the current team? jerseys what? too. But. That they're a Triple A team. Uh, yeah, I said it. Ass. <laughs> they would probably lose their AAA teams for sure. <laughs> but, you know, they are going to the playoffs, which says a lot about the rest of the teams in the MLB. I mean, you never know. I do know. <laughs> As a betting hey, man, I, I, I know. Do. I really hey, do. I really do. They, they have Mad Bum, okay? Their, pitch, their starting pitching is not the worst in the world. Yeah, but they have the best division in baseball. They have the starting pitcher who was the starting pitcher for the final in the World Baseball Classic, Merrill Kelly. And we lost. Uh, But Mm -hmm. they had him. (laughs) If we lost. Okay. They got Mad Bum who, if he just makes it to the postseason, you never know. Okay. It is Mad Bum, even though he's been garbage in Arizona. 
But hey, you never know. And I mean, Davies is all right. And I think they got what Zach Gallon. Yeah, he's he's all right. I guess <sighs> it's not it's it's not looking that good. I'm just saying they. It's the best division in baseball because arguably the Padres and the Giant, the Padres and the Dodgers were stacked, and then the Giants are always a wild card team. Rockies are just ass, yeah. but they'll take a game or two from you in a series. Rock, Rockies are going to be one of the worst teams in baseball this year. Yeah, they will be. But but when they win games, they'll win games against big clubs. They'll win. They'll win against. They'll like sweep the Padres somehow, and then like lose five straight against the Athletics if they could. Like that, that'd be the Rockies, and that'd be the Athletics back to back. Like those teams just win somehow against teams are like unfathomable. Like how did you sweep them <laughs> and then lose to that team that bad? I'm those excited teams. to see Corbin Carroll play though. That's like I've the one main things. prospect that I'm like excited to see. I've heard good things. So, so will they pan yeah. out? I don't know. I do not know, but yeah, I yeah, we'll I don't see. I don't understand the diamond. Diamondbacks pick. I I understand Dakota, but uh, it bothers me from a statistical standpoint. Okay, really going to bother you when they go to the playoffs and you're sitting there with your who do you got the Phillies? Yeah, yeah. Bro, and they're sitting, the that, Phillies, they're sitting on the couch. They're going to sit on the couch. <laughs> I hope they yeah, sit on the couch. What else would you sit on? Yeah. So a chair. Recliner, the f- defending I mean, uh, NL champion Philly is going to be sitting at home. Four. Yeah. Well, so, if you want okay. to bring my picks up, yeah, no, uh, you who you got? Since you're so smart, I am a genius. I'm sorry, it's just I'm borderline genius. You know, Albert Einstein IQ, borderline autistic, maybe. Well, he was also pretty autistic, you know, as well. So I'll take it. Noah puts the ass in Asperger. I do. Thank you. Like, did you did you did you see the pictures I took for the uh, new the new Asperger slogan? There you go. Yeah, good. They're on like the subway and everything. You know, can't wait to be defaced. I got the Astros one in the West, AL West, okay. which is not a surprise. I hate the Astros, but we'll win. I have the Yankees one in the East. I have the Guardians winning the AL Central, which is. A bit of surprise because I think that one can go between the Guardians and the Twins. It, whichever team wins that one, the other one will probably be the third wildcard team. The NL West, I have the Padres. They are the stack team right now. Dodgers just lost Scavin Lux, so that division is going to be pr- pretty much all the Padres to lose. They're, for the future, though, their contract situation is very murky with these like, kind of one-off deals that they have. Uh, for the East, it's a no-brainer for me with the Braves. All the Mets injuries is just piling up. And then the NL Central, I love the Brewers. People will say the Cardinals, but the Cardinals, they got injuries. Like, Adam Wainwright's so old. You know, will there be regression in their batting? We'll have to see the Padre. I mean, the Brewers, if they get their three starting pitchers back. They will be uh, something to deal with. I mean, you got Burns, you got Cor- uh, Corbin Burns, you got Freddie Peralta, and then you got what's his name? What is his name for the Brewers? Corbin yeah. Burns. Corbin Burns, Freddie Peralta, I just Devin Williams. No, Devin Williams. No, the other starter. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's going to oh. drive me insane. Oh, oh my goodness! Wait, I'm, I think I got it. I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. 
because he was I had him in my uh, Woodruff is it Woodruff? Woodruff yes yeah he was a uh, I had him on my show team last year start the year I was yeah, yeah, yeah I was I was like oh yeah I like this guy but yeah I think they have a shot Caleb said it best we were talking about this so I'm not gonna take credit for it if the Brewers don't have a good start they will be settlers at the deadline he yep. said that I agree with it. But I think Corbin they got Burns is already they're already shopping Corbin Burns already. But they've been shopping Corbin Burns for two years yeah, now. So. But I which I mean I'll take him, so I'll take him, but best yeah. sinker in baseball, arguably. So. It is yeah, it is nasty. But my three wildcard teams for the AL in order is gonna be Blue Jays, Mariners, Twins. I think Blue Jays and Mariners are kind of no brainers. That third spot's gonna be up for grabs. And then NL, like I said, with the AL, the top two spots are going to be pretty much locks depending on injuries. Uh, Dodgers and Mets, the Mets get more injuries, then that will be a big issue. But I yep. think the Phillies take the last spot. They're already struggling with injuries too right now. They're struggling, yeah. But I think they can bounce back midway through the year to get a wild card spot. The Phillies, you know, they don't have Harper. They're a little... They may regress some from their team last year because there was kind of an oddball out to pick to get that far. But I think they'll make the third spot. I don't think the Cardinals make it. But that last wild card spot in the NL will be pretty much up for grabs, if you ask me. There's a, a few teams that can make it. I mean, yeah, I've heard the, the Marlins will have a shot, you know, competing this year as well. Maybe like the Rays also. fill their stadium. Yeah, maybe. God forbid. No one, no one in Florida likes baseball. But I, I think I think these are pretty solid. I think you know they could those last few picks can change on the wild card. But I like my picks. What about you, Caleb? Yeah, how much you different it from me? I think our picks are mostly the same. AOS, I got Astros. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Go get yourself a cookie. I don't care. <laughs> uh, AL East, Toronto. I think most of us uh, think Toronto. It's I think it's a two. Horse race mainly for the for the division uh, between Toronto and New York. Um, yeah, it is. I want to know how New York's pitching is going to be. It'll um, be interesting. Yeah, they've had some injuries. I know uh, Nasty has been hurt. Uh, Montez ain't going to pitch. Yeah, Montez. So I don't. I think it'll be interesting. See how Garrett Cole does. Uh, their lineup looks like it's going to rake. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think Aaron Judge – no, let me rephrase this. Aaron Judge will not have as good a season as he had last year. He could have a great season, but he won't do what he did last year. Unless he's on steroids. Which automatically means um, their offense is going to be worse. So I think Toronto jumps them this year. Uh, Toronto, Their lineup's solid. They have pretty good pitching staff. So, they have pretty good pitching staff. Yeah, they have a better pitching staff than the Yankees, um, and their lineup's amazing. So I hate to say it, Toronto. Uh, Vlad Jr. might win MVP, so we'll see. He could. AL Central, um, I think this is probably the weakest division. Yeah, it is. One of the, one of the weakest divisions. Just, no, I'll just say it. It's definitely bottom two weakest Both centrals. Both centrals are Both centrals two. are the two weakest divisions, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think the Guardians are going to take it. NL West, it's a two-horse race between Padres and Dodgers. Surprisingly, I think the Padres take it. The Padres are kind of like the Angels, and they have such a loaded roster. 
and every year you could talk yourself into saying they're going to do good, but then they always underperform. But now they got Juan Soto, so I there's they they're definitely going to make the playoffs. They have to. I don't know how they they didn't last year, so I don't know. I don't know how they don't win the division. They should, even though the Dodgers are really good. But I think they're going to take a step back. Um, they've lost some players. They lost like Trey Turner, Max, Her- Max Scherzer. Um, they've had some injuries. Uh, they lost G- Gavin Lux, their starting shortstop for the year. So, I mean, that happens. Uh, and Elise, accident. I think it's, yeah, freak accident. It, it's, it's, it's a nasty injury, too. It's no. multiple things. Running. The year. That sucks. Uh, and at least, I think it'll be a tough division. They're probably the toughest division in the league, maybe. Uh, but I think the Atlanta Braves, they're kind of the favorites to win it all this year. I think they're a super solid team. Hopefully, if, they still if, Freeman? if Acuna um, is healthy all year, like that's going to be awesome. Uh, I mean, they don't need Freeman. They got. Uh, I'm just saying, imagine Matt if they Olsen. had him. They yeah, Matt they Olsen. traded He's for him. He's better than Freeman. They literally traded Freddie Freeman and then got. Just Matt saying, Olsen, with the better. DH, for, for Freeman could yeah, DH. But still, they got, they got Matt. They have a solid lineup. Hopefully, Acuna stays healthy. Ozzy Albies hopefully stays healthy. Didn't Ozzy? Is he the one that got like the 82 had, game ban last year? They had two of them that had domestic violence. Yeah, it's, suspension, yeah so. if they have the talent, I it's think they're Azunia they're, and uh, yeah, Marcelo Zuna, yeah, Acuna, whatever. Uh. But yeah, the pitching solid. I think the Braves will be the best team in the NL. NL Central, I think, is a garbage division. The only good team for me is the Cardinals. I think the Brewers are going to do bad and be sellers and sell away all their pitchers and all their good players. So I think the Cardinals, even if they aren't great that year and have some injuries, I think they're the best team, which makes me sick. For the wild card in the American League, I have the Yankees, or if you could say Toronto, like whoever's the runner-up for sure. Yeah, that would be the first pick. And then the American League's not super deep, but I have the Mariners making it for the second time. And I have the Rangers kind of being biased. I think they're upside to one of the highest in the American League. It's just all about health. If they could stay healthy, I think they're guaranteed a wild card spot, but to be honest, it probably won't be healthy. If you want to interchange the Rangers and the Tampa Bay, like I wouldn't blame you. I think Tampa Bay. Is I solid. think you go Tampa Bay or Twins there. Yeah, they have great development. They always do better than you think. Randy's going to have a great year. So, I mean, Tampa Bay could be in the spot. For the NL, I'm going to have the Dodgers for sure. The Mets, I think for sure. And then the Phillies. I think the Phillies get in with the last spot, even with – the injuries, I think Bryce comes back late in the season and they have a renaissance. Kind of like how they made the World Series. Like they started off horribly and then just got super hot. So I, I think the Phillies going to sneak in. Yeah, I I think me and you are pretty pretty solid. Just a little difference between uh, the Brewers and the Twins there. Yeah, true. But I mean, I think the Braves, I really like the Braves to win it all. I feel like... I feel like if they just play good, they have a great shot at like that's the number. That's bro. you know, that's the biggest thing in sports. You just gotta play good, bro. Why don't yeah. these teams just play better? I know, right? Like, it's not that like, hard. If I was a coach, I would just make my team play better. <laughs> but if if they show up, the Braves show up, they got a really good shot at the one seed in the NL, and the Astros pretty much have a, I would say, a lock on the AL because the Astros have been questionable. 
at times throughout the season. Yeah, they got they got Jose Abreu this year, so that sucks. Yeah, but they did lose Verlander, so there's that pitching. Could, well, the pitch clock could affect uh, the their pitching. You know, they got a lot of slow Maybe. pitchers. They'll out probably there. get like Corbin Burns at the deadline, and I'm going to be sick. Yeah, oh, they got that um, in the other room. One and just... top prospect that's a pitcher that's going to come up. Oh, it's like uh, no, no, it's no. I know exactly what you're talking about. They brought him up for the uh, playoffs, I believe, yes, last year. Yeah, but yeah, I just don't want to see the Astros get good. Yeah, even more. I hate to see it, but they're always good. No, they were long. They were bad for a long time. Yeah, but. They had, a they had a cheat. They had a cheat to win. I'll keep saying it. I'll never not say it. They had a cheat to win. They're cheaters. They don't deserve <laughs> it. They cheated. You want to say every other team still still signs? Sure, they do. But every other team don't have fucking trash cans in the audience going, bang, 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 it's Oscar the Grouch. Very or good. like, you know, Jose, little midget Altuve getting a little shock, sent up his body. Oh, oh, oh and he's hurt too. So basketball. Yeah, we'll see how that injury hurts them. Uh, I mean, they still got Jordan. They still got Kyle Tucker. Like I said, they got Jose Abreu. I don't even um, think. They got Framer big. pitching. They got Hunter Brown pitching. Christian Javier. Like, Javier. Uh, they'll, they'll be all right. I don't I think they'll be top five on their team anymore. But I mean, which is scary. Because yeah. he's not top five. He's still great. Yeah, so that's a little scary. But we'll talk more about baseball next week after opening day starts yeah, opening tomorrow. Day will be, yeah, when this comes out, it will be already happening. It will be it will be tomorrow. And so it's tomorrow for us, but it's today for everybody else. Yeah. So it will be – it will be – I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to say interesting to see how the first week plays out. I mean – Baseball's really, really long. It's a long sport. The first so week doesn't really matter as much. It'll give us an idea, I guess. Maybe the rotations, but you know, well, like the Astros, I think they play twenty-one games in nineteen days, so that rotation will probably be a six-man rotation. So yeah. that won't even matter. I'd, but I'd want to do that for the Rangers, also. Just saying. I would like a six-man rotation. Yes. I would love – we have enough pitchers to have a six-man rotation. Yeah, we should have Order a six-man hurt, rotation. so I think Dane Dunning should come in and be our sixth starter. I don't think oh. Dane Dunning can go deep in games, so we've seen him go deep in games. I only want him to go – He's gone deep in games. But and I, if he goes five innings, that's good enough for a starter. I said four or five. That's that's my range yeah, for you need, I think a starter needs to go at least five innings for a game. I think – I think – I like Hearn, Taylor Hearn, for the Rangers – I don't think he's going to start next year. He's a going to be I don't think a he's long should. reliever. That's he what I'm saying. He throws hard. I That's want what. him to be in the bullpen because he throws I think hard. he comes out of the bullpen. I think for like a six-man, we could run Dunning, and then we could run Hearn yeah. out of the bullpen. For, if, uh, I think Gaffney's. Dunning, Hearn, and Oda Rizzi when he gets back. I think they're all going to be like long relievers or they just should bullpen. Be. And then if we need a spot start, any one of them could start. Yeah. But even Taylor Hearn, I don't know if he starts this year unless it's bad injuries cuz I think I think it's just all, like everybody you know, else is going to start over him. I unless it's a rotation game, that's like what Cole it'll Reagans be. Cole Reagan's will probably get a start over him. I mean, if any of our prospects come up, they'll get a start yeah, over him. Reagan's will probably come start a few I mean, maybe maybe Cole Wynn. we'll see how he does. We'll see year. how he does, but 
Interesting. So, interesting to see. So yeah, and Spencer Howard will probably start. He might. I think yeah. all those people will start over Taylor. I think Taylor Hearn's going to be put in the bullpen where I think he's going to thrive, and that's where he belongs. I don't think um, we'll see him late in games. We'll probably see him between four. Yeah, he'll, he'll four be like and a seven. middle reliever. We have four a middle reliever. We'll have like yeah. uh, Jonathan Hernandez and uh, Jose Leclerc will be our back rotate, like our eight and our nine innings. Yeah, so I, I think, think so. Leclerc's going to get the closing job, and Hernandez is going to be like the setup man. And Hernandez could start. I mean, could be our closer. I, mean, I think he's better set up, but I think if the um, Rangers are doing good at the deadline, they trade for a setup or a closer. Yeah, we like still got we still got like, Brock Burke, I believe. If Devin Williams is available, like oh, if yeah, Brewers I would love Devin Williams. I so. might take Devin Williams over Corbin just because he'll probably be he'll it'll be less compensation and we probably need more help in our bullpen than we do our starting. We do. Team. I would love that over Corbin Burns any day of the week, but. Yeah. Let's stop talking about baseball for now before we actually mm-hmm. see some. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Next week we'll have our award first way, looks. first looks and way too early like award winners. So we'll, we'll do that next week. But for the final thing real quick, since, you know, as you can tell if you're listening, me and Caleb love talking baseball. Dakota, <laughs> not so much. Um, <laughs> Dakota ain't a baseball guy. Dakota, Dakota's our football guy. I mean, yeah, he's our football expert. I like baseball. I like baseball. And he likes I just it. Can't watch it. He just can't watch it. <laughs> understandable. It's understandable. But Dakota finishes off your segment on the final four. Who's your prediction? Who's your predictions? This uh, guys UConn over Miami. FAU, I think I got them winning. Over SDU? SDS, over San Diego State? Or the whole thing? Uh, Just for the Final Four, I got FAU uh, beating San Diego State. You probably got UConn winning. UConn over Miami. Okay. Who do you have like winning it. the championship? Yeah, uh, UConn. There I we mean. go. Yeah. I don't think, F- I don't think FAU even beats – San Diego State. San Diego yeah. State looks solid. Roll around the team, so I can't believe either FAU or SD or like or the Aztecs. Like either one of them's going to the championship. That is insane. It's I would insane. Never have picked it in a million years. It's been an insane March Madness. I can't wait for when it's all over so we can just do a full recap of like yeah, it's the madness. It's called the March Madness for a reason. So this was definitely the most unpredictable March Madness I've ever seen. Yeah. For sure. But I I think this will be some interesting games. I'll watch them for sure. I'll have the TV on if I'm available. Like, if, if I'm down, you know, if I got nothing to do, I'm watching the games. But I'm surprised. I would be a little shocked if we see FAU win it all. But, hey, it's more money to Conference USA, baby. There we go. So... I'm just happy Texas lost. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, they made it to the lead eight, so I'm not going to be mad. That's okay. You're our basketball so, school. I mean, we've had solid basketball teams in program. Hey, so. look, all I'll say is at least we've been to the Final Four. So, hey, we're not a basketball school. We don't. I mean, neither are we. We still been to the Final Four. That's it, it, the only don't tell thing me that, not a basketball school. You're basketball only th- school. The only thing that hurts is I think our team, especially with how the bracket turned out. I think our team was definitely good enough. To, I mean, does it hurt? Because, like, minutes to lead eight, it's been a great year. Like, I'm not mad. 
but it does kind of hurt looking at the bracket and you're like, man, dude, like our team could have won this thing. Well, the rankings were horrible. Miami didn't deserve to be a fifth seed. Houston didn't deserve to be a two seed. A&M didn't deserve to be a seven seed. Penn State didn't deserve to be a 10 seed. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, the, the rankings were horrible. They yeah, really it, were. Well, you could tell with how the bracket turned out that the rankings weren't that great. Yeah, well, I mean, those people that make them, they're just they just do it out of spite. We saw if you want to go look and you want to see some, go look at the A and M stuff. They literally said they're going to do that to A and M. You know, yeah, I know as an A and M fan, you can say it's biased, but they it's it's ridiculous. If you if you if you know college basketball, you understand that Texas and A and M should not even been paired close to each other. No, not nowhere. I was so surprised we we're supposed to play on the second round. I was so surprised y'all even got a second seed. I mean. Y'all beat the is, Jayhawks. Is Wade so many coming times back for y'all? Oh yeah, yeah. Wade's only oh, a sophomore. Lucky. We're we're losing. I think we're we're losing. We're losing players. one player. We're losing Dexter Dennis, and then Buzz is already going to be out of the transfer portal. That's what Buzz is known for. He's he's a transfer portal guy. I mean, yeah, that's every single every single guy on Texas. Like who was like out of their top six rotation, every single guy was in their top six were transfers. I because uh, the the main rotation guys like Brock Cunningham, he's been there like thirty years. He was not. He has been. <laughs> he's here. got a he's, mortgage and two kids, he, dude. Yes, he has been here. Uh, he we we recruited him. I think he was uh, a walk on. Like he's he was definitely not scholarship. And then the freshman Dylan Mitchell played, caught some lobs, pretty good. He was a freshman. He, we recruited him, but Rice transfer, Carr transfer. Um, Tyrese Hunter transfer, Timmy Allen transfer, Christian Bishop transfer. Every literally all of our <laughs> star players are transfer. So I think we'll do good in transfer portal. We are losing six rotation players, so that sucks. There's and, a lot of guys out there in the portal, though. So oh, for sure. And Texas got two five stars in the recruiting class. In the yeah, recruiting. but basketball is different than football with five stars, if you ask me. Yeah, it's better. No, I actually say. It's- I don't know. I say it's about even. I, I hate the five-star system because, you know, yeah. some of these kids that come out of these high schools, like even these prep schools, they just – the competitions aren't just what they yeah. look to be in video. One of them's out of Duncanville, so – I mean, our, we have like a player out of Duncanville, so, I mean, I'm not complaining about that. If you know yeah. anything about Texas basketball, Duncanville is the school. They're good. They're, so, they're and then great. the other guy's from, I think, McKinney. Yeah. But, yeah – uh, <laughs> Enough from Texas. I'll just go. I'll give my prediction real quick. I think it's UConn over Miami, and then Aztecs over FAU, and then I think UConn wins it all. I know it's easy to be like, oh, they're the only blue blood or kind of a blue blood, so why not pick them? But UConn has blown out every single team they played. They've won every game by over 15 points, and it's the highest margin of victory through the first four rounds in NCAA history. Yeah, it's 100 points. And that goes to show you, I feel like, the bracket. I mean, they, they earned their way here, but I get it. Yeah, I they think. have been dominant. I thought Texas was going to beat Miami, but I thought for sure we were going to lose to UConn. Once I saw UConn blow out Gonzaga. Well, I, I, I love that like, Miami oh, I was team. like, no way we beat UConn. In, in all honesty, I thought Miami, when I had it originally with Texas and Miami, I thought Miami would have won that game, but I just picked Texas and for the hell of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, Why yeah, not? no – I mean, I think I think San Diego State wins it. Like I understand what you're saying about the UConn team, but like again, this UConn these That'd rankings be a cool this story. year, 
it'd be a cool story. Both either one would be a cool story, but Iona was not a good team. St. Mary's was not that great of a team. They just had didn't have the offense. I mean, Arkansas, I mean, they're a decent team. They beat the Jayhawks, but like I said, if you I mean, you thought Arkansas, we all were talking good about Arkansas last night. Like, like when I and talk about they Arkansas, ran off the but, gym, bro. They remember, the if, if you look back when uh, we first picked, I said Arkansas could do a lot of things. Arkansas is hit or miss. Like they'll either show up, beat the shit out of you, win the game, or they're gonna just lose. They're just such an iffy team. They got the talent, but if they don't show up, they're not even gonna be close. And that's they what happened. Not show up. But Gonzaga, I didn't like Gonzaga. Gonzaga. A bad team though. I I I had. Gonzaga losing TCU. I mean, I had a UCLA being there, but they Gonzaga squeaked out both games against UCLA and TCU. So that was an insane game versus UCLA. They always have crazy games. The three times they played in tournament, it's always been insane. I yeah. UCLA Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga ran the same play that yeah. Villanova um, that they won. Villanova won yeah. 2014. Chris Jenkins uh, yeah made that game winner buzzer beater. Yeah. But I think UConn wins it over. I mean, not up. So I think the Aztecs won it over. When the Aztecs won it over UCLA, uh, over UConn. Jesus, I keep saying teams. But I, I think it'll be a good, good final four. So yeah, we'll have to cheer for FAU. So. Yeah, rooting for FAU. Go Don't Owls. think they'll get it, but go Owls. Go Owls. Dakota, you want to tell them what we're doing next week besides MLB stuff? Yeah, next week we're jumping into the tight ends. Then we're yes, going to do first week of baseball. I love me some and tight ends. ML, NBA playoff talk. Uh, we're going to see uh, the Mavericks. They just won out the uh, yeah. the last oh, one. We're gonna talk about that. The Mavericks that in the 10 seed for the playoff. Knock on wood, you motherfucker. We were playing Harden and Embiid tonight. You just have to say that. Bro, I'm taking I mean, the Embiid over on scared. points Embiid's and rebounds. Embiid's kind of scary. You know, He wouldn't even go against Jokic the other day. So Yeah, he was scary. Right. Anymore. That's what they say. Even though he cooked Jokic the first few times they played this year. First few times? I mean, come on, do it again. <laughs> yeah, he ducking, bro. I'm he tired ducking. of you ducking me, man. Tired of you ducking me, man. Where's my money? Where's, Where's my, my money? Where's my money, man? Where's my money, man? You got money for the fake mustache, but you ain't got money for my money. Hmm? I love me some family. I like guy. your Stewie impression. Uh, my Stewie impression is a lot more vulgar, but we're on a we're on the air, so yeah. I didn't know that was Stewie. I thought yeah. it was just <laughs> we just made many. Uh, it's something. a Family Guy reference. Everything's a Family Guy reference. Oh. Yeah, or Simpsons reference. I mean, if you just get it wrong, it's a Simpsons reference. Simps- Simpsons reference anything. So. Yeah, they got my whole life right there, just locked away in a vault. Yep. Peace. Deuces. Yeah.